Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are forever the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution, where evolution is revolution. Yo, bro, hey man, it's good to see you, man. Like I know we've been, I know we've been kind of out of pocket a little bit, man. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, but life be lifing, bro. Hard, big, bruh. Life be, life be life and it don't stop. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's like a bad Diddy song, man. <laughs> don't stop. Life don't stop. <laughs> you know, at one point, it's one of the things where it's like, all right, cool. When you grow up, you, you got to handle things as they happen. Not one by one, because that's not how life hands them to you. Life will sometimes hand you 20 things all at once. Think of... Um, you know the man that can balance plates on a stick and rotate them. You remember seeing the in the cartoons mm-hmm. back in the day? Yep. That's life. You got thirteen or fifteen sticks, and they all got twenty or some plates just rotating, and you try not to drop them all. And you only got two hands. Life be life. But you know we are we are here. I am grateful for the opportunity to be in the space and place with you, my brother. Um, to get this thing rolling again. Happy New Year. Yeah, ha- Happy New Year, man. We've been trying, man, but I ain't gonna lie, yo. I I think I need a I think I need another another holiday season because my holiday season was all trash, man. It was it was trash from top to bottom, bro. Mine mine wasn't a very hallmarky holiday season either, and uh, I did appreciate the opportunity respite right i got to rest mm. um god is good man i'm happy for you but not like i not like i needed to but it was better than nothing and so um you know in all things give thanks brother that's where i am i am trying to stay in this space of an attitude of gratitude and creating a space and place for life to happen even when life be life and outside of what you have planned, you know, it, I count it all joy, brother. It's the, we here. Hey, man, it builds hope. It builds hope from your tribulations, man. You know, that's that's what I know. That's what the good book says. So I, I'm I'm a wholehearted believer um, in that, man. And, you know, just our ability to uh, be resilient. I think, I think that's kind of what I came out of the holiday season and into the new year with a kind of a newfound strength, but it was kind of scary though, because, you know, we were talking before you hit record, I've always been ambitious and goal oriented, but like the last few years have kind of stifled that mm-hmm. a little bit, I believe from my perspective, um, you know, just the ability to think about what is to come or what I want my life to be. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, I, before before the holidays, before the holidays, man, I was in a, a long-distance relationship that has since ceased. Um, but at the same time, at the same time, you know, one of the outcomes of said uh, relationship 
that uh, I had to, I don't know if it was a recommendation or a word of advice or what have you. Well, you got to focus on what makes you happy. And I said, okay, well, you got to focus on what makes you happy. And so obviously you're telling me that um, you don't make me happy or you're insinuating that you don't make me happy, even though I, di I didn't think that that was the purpose that I was in this whole thing. I said, what does make me happy? And like really wrestling with that, man, because like people don't make me happy, right? People don't make me happy. Like to say I'm in a relationship that doesn't make me happy to say to say like, oh, I was here. It doesn't make me happy to say, oh, I did this or I made this accomplishment or achieved this accomplishment. It doesn't necessarily make me happy. But really what makes me happy is like the joy that I have uh, being engaged and in concert with others in those moments that makes me happy. Mm. Right. And me being able to really kind of sit with that and try to identify, well, what, what is it? You know, and then finding out that, Oh, certain environments that I thought made me happy. It could have been a situation where, yeah, I'm happy, but I'm only happy with the environment or the table that I have set or the plan that I have engaged in. What I learned was what truly makes me happy is when the effort, um, the intention, and the commitment to, to contribute to the table that makes me happy, right? So if I set the table, then it makes me happy that you that that you lay out the silverware on said table. Or uh, I set the table, and maybe I prepared the the meal for the table, but you provided all of the all of the sides and the condiments and the drinks for the table. Like that's what makes me happy the 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 fellowship and the um, camaraderie. And the community that any relationship really stands for in my in my space, right? So you know, intimate relationship with a with a beautiful woman, you know, with my son. Like one of the things that was kind of dope um, over Thanksgiving, like I cooked Thanksgiving for my son, man. He asked for it, which I just thought he was tripping, but he asked for it, and I actually I I took great pride in letting him know, like, yo, I get busy in this kitchen, man. I get busy in this kitchen, man. I just I, sometimes I just most of the time I just choose not to because it's just me, and I don't I don't feel like preparing the meal and doing the dishes. But you know what makes me happy, brother Jay? If I prepare the meal and somebody else say, "Well, let me do the dishes," that's what makes me happy. But I don't think I think people kind of equate happiness to like finite objects or finite events or finite circumstances. And I don't know, man. It's like, damn, man, I don't think people really know me. I don't think people really know me, man. Cause I, I, I ain't gonna lie. Man. I kind of been on like the spiritual journey, you know, us being light workers and all, man. I just want to see like the light that I try to put out. I just want to see who going to put that same level of light out on me. And what I've what I've been noticing is that yo man, 
regardless of all of the bullshit that I've been through over the last few years, I don't know, man. For some reason, I just keep, I just keep, 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 keep the battery pack going. Like I'm resilient, and and certain folks just don't, they don't know how either know how to recharge their battery or go out and get new batteries. But they just expect like the same old battery in your flashlight gonna keep on working. And I could bring this raggedy ass flashlight with me at all times, and that's gonna be sufficient, even though the light spot, the, the light, the light is getting dark outside, the sun getting low, and your ass, your ass is in the dark. And so, man, it's been it's been painful but rewarding at the same time. But I also I also have my like my my third eye has been wide open. Your third eye probably should be your first eye. But for whatever reason, they call it the third eye. You know what I mean? And that's your, that's kind of like your intuition and your ability to to really see in a different vibration, feel in a different vibration and see different frequencies. And they call it your intuition or, you know, your soul eye or what have you. But what I'm learning is, man, like, yo, people aren't as developed in that area as I, as I gave them credit to be. Because, <laughs> you know, like when you adults, when you adults, right, you know, I'm 40 plus. And it's crazy to me because, like, yo, you got 40-plus people, talk, people talking about, yo, I need to find somebody that's healed. Or I'm working on my healing. Or, you know, I need consistency and this, that, and the third. And you can kind of name out all the shit that you need, but that doesn't equate to what you do. And then you got 40-plus 40 people, 40-year-old-plus 40 people, they saying the same shit that somebody that's 30 saying. And the people that's 30, they saying the same shit that somebody's 20 saying. And it's kind of like, yo, I'm looking at it funny style a little bit because it's like, yo, are all y'all niggas subscribe to the same TikToker? <laughs> yeah. And that's and that's me sounding old as fuck right now, bro. I, like, I, that's disclaimer. Members members of the village, disclaimer. I'm gonna sound like an old nigga right now, man. <laughs> I I'm out this joint. I really think like everybody is looking at like the same TikTok shit. And and people are like the first to post or reshare some shit that yeah, it might be cliche and it might resonate, but it ain't provocative. It ain't profound. Mm. It ain't deep. I saw the illest. I saw the illest meme the other day, man, and the shit just made me laugh. But it brought a lot of it brought a lot of uh, insight. The meme said, "Dance like nobody's watching." So yeah, you know, live your life and. And enjoy it and, and be vibrant about it. Dance like nobody's watching. But text like everybody will post your shit <laughs> and reshare it. That's good. That's good, Doc. <laughs> That's good. Yo, this shit was funny, but it was like some old shit. Like, yeah, man, you you're supposed to be in this healing space and this this uh, this vulnerability space and this space that you know you would hope that all of your work that you've done will bring you closer together, whether whether it's to God or to your family, to your children, to your significant other. Because, yo, no, don't nobody, we ain't designed to go out in this world and just be alone and we can do everything by ourselves. Like, yo, especially with black people, man, we've been designed to be part of a community. It's been that way since the end of time, the beginning of time. Yep. And it's going to be that way. I mean, granted, we can't pick and choose all the time the communities that we're born into. But, bro, we are designed to be part and affiliates of this larger community. Yeah. That's what makes us black, regardless of what, what continent you own on Earth with the F. 
That's what make us black. That's what make us. That's what. That's what gives us our soul. Like you could drop. You could drop me off in France, and I could find a a, a black establishment that's probably playing some hip hop and some Afro beats and some Caribbean and all of the same. All the people kind of look similar. Mm-hmm. They're still bringing like their vibration and their frequency and their energy to the space, and that's what's identifiable. Yeah. But it seems like people now, they's like, yo, man, yeah, I want consistency and healing and this, that, and the third. And man, you you don't you don't know which way is up sometimes. And I and it's like me calling bullshit with people, but also I'm not trying to turn into a cynic. You know what I mean? I'm trying to I'm trying to hope you know, have my heart open to the hope. You know, hope hope for love, hope for hope for prosperity, hope to manifest the things that I want in my life, hope for my Hope for my my son. Hope for hope for like a better tomorrow. Hope that we don't end up uh, with another twenty twenty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or twenty one. Or twenty two. Or twenty fucking three. <laughs> man, we in twenty four now, man. I'm trying. Hey, I'm, I'm waiting for this shit to reset, man. Because yo, if it don't reset soon, I think I think Christ coming back, man. And if you're a Jehovah Witness, and you're on the some of us gonna make it. I ain't a Jehovah Witness, so I guess I ain't. Like, like that's the that's the next reset that I'm thinking about the rapture, my nigga. It's like, yeah. yo, B, it's so much shit didn't happen, but people, it don't seem like people have learned from the last couple of years. You know what I mean? And that's unfortunate, bro. Like, I was having a conversation with a few people, and I was just hearing how they were like interacting and engaging with others. And I asked them, I said, "Yo, did the pandemic teach you anything?" Like, cause the conversation was entrenched with like privileged and like a lack of appreciation and gratitude and grace for people that are around you and just things were going back to pre pandemic. And I'm like, yo, we lost too much to still be the same people. And because we lost, it's impossible for us to go back to who we were 2019. Hell, January, 2020. When we said this is going to be the year of clear vision. Like it, it. It's it's really challenging. And I find myself. I find myself. Sometimes under personal turmoil when I'm interacting with individuals because I'm trying to decide similar to double dutch. Is this where I jump in or do I jump out? Do I continue to jump or is this one of the things where I'm just letting the ropes fall and then I go on about my business? Recess is over. Right? Because there's going to be some people that you're going to engage with and they get it. They're adapting. They're thinking about what do I need to do personally to improve this situation? Not what can others do for me so that the situation can become better. And it's it's sad. It's it's also sad because during the pandemic, we got to a space where we recognized that, like, we got to pivot. The pandemic caused businesses and organizations and individuals to pivot how they did business. Pivot or is grand opening, grand closing. You saw that, like, you saw people pivot, and then you saw a lot of grand closings, man, because people didn't have the ability to pivot. And it's sad because I'm now seeing it, right, in in my sessions with my clients. I'm seeing the lack 
of the ability to pivot. I'm seeing like they they don't have the know how. I like people like to stay stuck at the fall. Um, or to play victim during why, the Why fall. is that though, brother Jay? Like real rap, like because I'm I've I've encountered that in a, a, a several several very personal relationships that folks don't understand that you have a choice getting unstuck. Folks don't understand that you actually have a choice with. Hey man, the shit ain't work out today. I'll try again tomorrow. Like I have, like if it, at, at bare minimum, that's the that's the that's the choice that I have to that I can make. That's the decision that I have complete ownership over. Bro, I don't know if it if it wasn't instilled in individuals as children. I don't know if their environments never required them to pivot. I don't know if the ability to pivot is a trauma response, right? I don't, I don't know. I don't, depending on how people tell you that they recognize that they had the skill or the ability to pivot, I think case by case situation, but you know, you and I, we had similar um, undergraduate experiences, right? We had a brief period within our undergraduate time where we had, we, we learned, we, we, perf- we perfected the ability to pivot. There was no other option but to pivot, right? Not a lot of individuals could say that they had that teaching moment per se, right? They didn't. But bro, I thought I ain't gonna lie. I just thought like everybody had that ability. This is this is the the, the naive Kevin. Mm-hmm. It's like yo, if we in the same environment, then shit. I got as I got as much opportunity to uh, pass or fail as you do, or you know, fall and bust my ass and try something or learn something or do something new and figuring out that it ain't working and, and developing that level of resilience and perseverance. Like, honestly, bro, I was talking to somebody about this the other day as far as my child, my son, and, like, our different upbringings or whatever. And it's like me and his mom have been t- kind of talking about, like, damn, yo, we ain't really, we ain't trying to be soft on him, but we also understand, like, he don't have to grow up and have the same kind of parenting that we had when mm-hmm. we was coming up because mm-hmm. the parenting that we had when we was coming up, probably our, 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 our loved ones was doing the best that they could. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to say nobody was right They or wrong, were raising us for the time in which we were growing up. Exactly, exactly. And so my in my case, you know, crack epidemic, mm-hmm. like, yo, you can only play with these these friends. You can't go off this block. If, you can, if I catch you in this neighborhood, it's going to be a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was, it was, it was with a heavy iron fist mm-hmm. in terms of like the discipline, the discipline, right? And so, me, me and my ex-wife, we've been talking about about it with our 13 year old. Like, well, we want to give him the, the latitude to express himself. We want to give him the flexibility to kind of say, "Yo, well, you have a set of choices to make. We want to provide you with the skills and the tools to identify the correct choice." With the understanding, like, yo, we gonna still give you unconditional love if you make the wrong choice. But do understand, if you make the wrong choice, we just can't sit back and allow you to just keep making the wrong fucking choice. We your parent. And I think I think that's (laughs) tough, right? Especially when I look at the current generation. If it's not on a streaming platform or on social media, 
they have no idea what's happening. And I had a conversation with someone the other day, and they were telling me about something they were really interested in or passionate about and how they spent hours researching this. But when it comes to, like, basic things for life, won't even take the time to utilize the same search mechanisms that they use to search this thing that they were interested in. Won't like the know-how to research goes out the window. Now it's, I don't know. And I want you to tell me, or I want you to do this for me. And I'm like, yo, use the same search engine that you just used for over three hours, looking for things like this and for videos to watch for this. Apply the same principle, but it's I'm gonna do you I'm gonna do you one better, brother Jay. Nah, use the same research skills that your ass used to find receipts to prove a fucking point. Cause everybody is in the in the in the their take is the truth business these days. Mm. And everybody got the ability to research some bullshit to prove that the bullshit they saying is either right or wrong. And most of the time they're leaning on the air and they're airing on the side that is right. Mm. So use them same, use, use those, those same research, research skills, man. Uh, you know, I, I, I ain't really mean to be an old nigga again, but I'm just saying, you're like, yo, people got the ability to research the craziest shit, the dumbest shit, the most profound shit or the shit because my truth, my truth, my truth. All right, well, yeah, you're entitled to your truth, but your truth don't make it a fact. Just because you repeat it doesn't make it more true. Correct. Um, but no, it's 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 a shame, right? I even was in the schools and I was listening to one of my good friends who's a teacher telling me, like, yo, I got a I got a fourth grader right now who is performing at the level of a first grader. But where their school is, right, they still operate under no child left behind. I can give them all of these low grades, but they're still going to matriculate to the next. Not because they earned it, but because there's no child left behind. And I'm just like... Because we don't have space for them. And and he was saying, he was like, you know, I got about one or two more groups left before I can get back to being a true teacher. In terms of like the COVID years. Yeah, like like once I got... got, Distance learning. I got one more group to get out. Um, and then he's like, and then I think I can get back to like really teaching. That's sad, man. That's sad. Cause we, we suffered the most during COVID when, you know, school systems were, uh, doing instructional learning, you know, either, either big mama was watching you and she didn't understand how to, how to cut on the damn zoom or mm-hmm. you ain't had the broadband or the wifi that you needed to do what you needed to do. Or the fact that, yo, you're six years old and you are a boy and you, yo, you, you want to be live, man. That's just what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you sick. You six. You don't want to sit. You don't want to sit. You don't want to sit in a, at a computer at the dining room table all day. You six years old. You supposed to get live and get active and be outside and you learn by doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it was it was tough, man. And now we're seeing we're seeing the the fruit, if you will, and not all fruit is good fruit, right? We're seeing the fruit that has come from that tree and it's it, it's unfortunate because it's like Jay-Z said this can't be life right it's this there's this sense of reality that's not really reality 
the lack of socialization harmed a lot of these children because they weren't around individuals. They didn't know how to interact or engage. And so now you got a group of individuals who what they were should have learned in kindergarten and first grade, they're not getting until fifth and sixth grade. But hell, man, ain't that a ain't that a lot of adults too, though, man? Like, I'm telling you, man. Like, right, and that's real, what I'm saying. If you yo, if, if you ain't got it at home, you at least got it at the schoolhouse. And, and 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 you know, this is the crazy part. You know, I haven't I haven't I ain't ready to really date right now. You know what I'm saying? But I but I'm trying to figure out like if I were to try to date, like what are the mechanisms? Mm. And so, you know, of course, I went on my, my dating app exploration exercise, right, to try to see what was out there. Like, we kind of started off the podcast with me being in that same fucking space. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, I ain't going to lie, man. But, they, but now I kind of know better because when you know better, you do better. And so, like, I, I've, been, I've been exploring on Hinge, man, dating app called Hinge. Just trying to check it out. And what I see amongst a lot of the women on Hinge, man, a lot of them are saying, yeah, they – they they are healed. They want somebody that that's healed. They know what they want. They want consistency. They want vulnerability. They want transparency. X, Y, and Z. And the funniest shit is, it's kind of like, yo, man, are you saying this shit because it's a catchphrase? It, it'll make your profile pop a little bit more because all your pictures got filters on them. <laughs> all your pictures is only taken in a certain angle. Some 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 of the some of the women, so all they pictures is legit taken in front of the same mirror where they looking down at the camera to get their outfit. And it's like, all right, well, is that really giving off vibes that you want to get to know somebody? Because even in your pictures, you ain't smiling, you ain't looking out. It ain't like it's an engaged photo. You a photographer, man. You know mm-hmm, this shit. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers is legit looking in the camera at themselves in the mirror. And that's the profile pic that you post. And so, to me, it's almost, I don't know, man, it just seems like you're talking out of both sides of your mouth because you want transparency and vulnerability. But, like, the, the images that you're putting out there is for, for the gram and for TikTok. What, to that point, right, I, I had to get one of my friends together. I had to gather them real quick. They were saying all of these things that they wanted. And I said, you had that in your last relationship. You wanted transparency until transparency made you uncomfortable and it started to hold you accountable. You wanted a good communicator until you realized you couldn't out-talk, right? Couldn't out-shit no shitter. And now you in the space and you're being forced to communicate. You want all these things, but you're not willing to be all of these things, Right? But it sounds good because I need somebody that does X, Y, and Z. Because it sounds like when you say that, you got yourself together. But when you get it, you don't know what to do with it. She was like, well, well, shit. I thought you was my friend. I am your friend. I'm telling you, sometimes you're the problem. Sometimes you need to be transparent and vulnerable and accountable and be a good communicator. Because all the things you're looking for now that you put in your dating profile, you had with the previous relationship. What you couldn't handle was when it showed up. And you weren't those things. And it called you out. Because no one around you prior to your little circle, your girl circle, was holding you accountable. They were allowing you to stay in this place of mediocrity. And then, and then when, and then when the, the 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 other person that you that you hold to the same expectation or level of expectation, 
is doing it and kind of saying, hey, all right, well, this is what you said you wanted. This is what it looked like. It ain't, this ain't for the gram. This ain't pretty. This is like real shit that, yeah, you got a plan. You got to, you got a plan. You got to be engaged. You got to be thoughtful. You got to be intentional. Oh, you got to be empathetic. If you haven't developed a, 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 the skill of empathy, then you, you don't know what to do. And then it's kind of like, oh, well, this ain't what I thought. So then you kind of shut down. Yeah. And, yeah. you, and it, it becomes very childlike. Or you try to get back in control of the situation. Well, what I really wanted was, like, I wanted you to be a com- good communicator like this. It's like, okay, cool, but why will I show up as a good communicator? Who am I going to be a good communicator with if you're not communicating? Yo, bro, I ain't going to lie, man. Like, that's that's been the, me, me kind of going through this phase and trying to find out what makes me happy. Yeah. Like, yo, real shit, man. I'm going to have a list. I'm going to have a list just like the rest of these broads, man. I'm going to have a list, too. I say, yo, man, if you can't communicate and if it, if it can't go beyond uh, WYD or HBU, Bruh. nigga, we ain't got nothing to talk about, man. You know what I'm saying? If, or, if, or if it's a situation... Or if it's a situation, if it can't go beyond like what ain't what, what ain't on the ground, and I ain't saying we gotta have provocative conversations, man. But like my man Three Stacks once said, "Yo, I want to talk about time traveling, rhyme javelin, something mind unraveling. How you gonna get down, my G? Like real shit." And and I, maybe maybe that's my age showing a little bit. But it's like it's but so much. It's but so many TikTok videos I could watch. It's but so many Instagram posts that I, you know, that are entertaining to me. You know what I'm saying? Certain certain shit makes me chuckle. Mm-hmm. But it's like, goddamn, man, yo, people is on that shit all day. Yo, bro, do you know how many fucking forwards I get a day in my inbox of like different memes and videos from from di- you know just different friends, different friends and family members, etc. And it's like cool. It's like, yo, I wonder, like, one of my uncles, man, he, like, yo, he religious about it. He sent me, this, this nigga sent me 10 things all at once. And I, I, I but he, but I've never gotten a call from, yo, man, did you see that meme I just sent you or that video I just sent you? Like, why was it important to you? Yeah. Therefore, why is it important if it should be important to me? And then it's like, nigga, do you, do you even know if I'm reading these shits? <laughs> Probably not. So therefore, like, but that's the that's the timetable that they on. But it, it makes me sad. It makes me sad to see like people my age or older with attention spans like my son. <laughs> <laughs> and I love my I love my son to death, man. I love him to death. But yo, he got he got a short attention span. But it's the era that he in. If yo if you, yo if if I can't get a message through under fifteen seconds. I can't, I can't keep slapping them in the head because then I'm gonna go to jail. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, yo, like how, how do you, how do you engage? But more importantly, how do you engage in meaningful conversation or in meaningful relationships when everybody got the fucking attention span of a 13 year old? Because but you're 40 plus. Instagram and social media, TikTok, Facebook reels are 90 seconds or less. God right? like, damn. If it requires. If it requires any type of effort, there's a lot of individuals that be like, "I'm not doing this today," and yeah, I, yo, and, and I've been there, right? I've been there. I will, I will admit, I've been spoiled by technology, and sometimes I need you to give me the short version. I ain't got it. The cliff notes. I, I the cliff notes to the cliff. I need the cliffer notes, <laughs> right? Like I need the shorter version than that. 
And like the, no, like that's funny, man. I'm gonna keep that the Clifford notes. That's like the children's book, Clifford. Yeah, it's, it's ten pages. Nigga. I, I, don't I need, need those. I don't, I, I don't need. I don't need the fifty page Cliff Notebook. I need ten pages solid. Yeah, like and <laughs> yo, I get it, right? But also, we depending on. We were at the beginning of the technology generation where, you know, we had dial up and we had to wait to get on. But like, yo, you had to get the CD. Remember the CDs in the mail? Yeah, the you had AOL to get them in CDs, the mail. Juno CDs you couldn't download it from the Internet. You had nah, to get it right. Nah. And so but but now you got to think about it. This generation, they this is the popcorn generation. This is the instant on L- literally always on yes. instant ready like. Wait, why do I need to wait? They don't understand the concept of delayed gratification. Like, I remember my nephew, we were doing something, and my nephew, he was he said it in a joking manner, but I had enough. And I just snatched him by his shirt. I was like, shut up. Wait. Everyone is in everyone here is in line and we are waiting. Shut up. He was like, I was just I was just joking. I was I was sh- enough. Enough. The wild thing is, man, you in that case, you're talking about a human being, man. I got a I got an American bully puppy back in the fall named Suge. I named him Suge Knight, you know, a bully for a bully or whatever. It's, it's funny to me. I, I think it's funny. But I, I, hey, if it wasn't for Suge Knight, we wouldn't have Snoop Dogg, man. So <laughs> motherfuckers, don't judge me. But yeah, I named him Suge Knight. But he's a puppy, man. He's 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 seven months old and 70 pounds. Big ass puppy, bro. No shit. Any, any, but he he doesn't he doesn't see himself as seventy pounds. He legit sees himself as like, yo, I'm I'm part of your wolf pack, so I'm gonna follow you wherever you go. I'm gonna be in your crotch. I'm gonna be on you. I'm gonna jump on you. I'm gonna jump on you. And I don't give a damn about my weight. It's like, yo, man, you ain't a baby. You like a legit full size dog. Mm-hmm. He don't care, but it's like, yo, when you have enough, you have enough. But it's like people people are like puppies these days, man. It's like, you know, he'll I let him out in the backyard, man. I had to chase his ass down the woods, down to the road at the bottom of my house, man, through the woods and shit with one with one bootleg croc that I had bought a pair of bootleg crocs from Walmart and shit. Cause I got tired of got that got tired of cleaning off my, my sneakers that I was walking out in the backyard with him. So I bought some crocs, man. I took the advice of my son, but they ain't really crocs, man. They probably rocks. Rocks and or, that's or why, socks. And that's why that's why. But the damn puppy takes off. The damn puppy takes off, should take off. Chasing like, man, I don't know if it was a squirrel. I, it might have been a squirrel, but it just caught me off guard. It's like seven in the morning, man. It's fucking twenty-five degrees outside. He takes off through the woods. I'm legit running with one bootleg croc and a, and a sock through the woods, through briars, through sticker bushes, or whatever you know. Niggas call briar briars <laughs> sticker bushes, man. That's what we call them. Okay, we don't call them briar bushes. We call them sticker bushes. Yeah. Right? Man, I'm getting fucked up going down this hill, going through these woods, chasing the goddamn dog before he could go out to the road and get his fucking puppy meat smashed in, right? <laughs> so, man, I get down to the road, man. This nigga done stopped traffic, man. And this is a two-way road behind my house, man. He in the middle of that junk, like, oh, I think I done fucked up. Like, yeah. So now I got to figure out how to get your big ass back up the hill. But, yo, humans are like puppies, man. They chase fucking everything. Mm-hmm. And their attention span is gone, man. It don't matter if it's a bird, if it's a squirrel, if it's the geese in the air, if it's a loud noise. Yo, he be like Scooby-Doo when Scooby-Doo would either smell Scooby snacks or find out where the damn mystery was going down, man. His tail gets straight, his paw is up in the air, and he's looking straight ahead. 
and but that's the attention span of human beings, mm. which is which is which is wild to me because what I'm learning through training my puppy is like yo. Human beings, because their attention span's so short, they'll shit on you just like a puppy, man. Mm. Well, and this is what I learned trying to housebreak, trying to housebreak Suge, man. I learned this. I learned this probably about a month and a half ago. When dogs walk in circles before they're about to use the bathroom, they're not really walking in circles to find a particular scent. In some cases, yeah, but they're walking in circles to try to find a north-south access. This is how God and nature work. They're walking in circles to try to find the north-south access so that they know, like, okay, from a balance standpoint, when I take a crap, I got to be facing I gotta be facing south. That's why they walk in circles. They ain't walking in circles to try to, like, you know, find the perfect, most comfortable spot. Mm-hmm. They're walking in circles to try to find that north-south access so that they can do what nature calls them to do, man. That's how God works. And it's wild to me. And it's crazy because, yo, human beings are a lot like puppies, man. And they go through, like, these cycles and circles. And, yeah, they're going to shit on you every now and then. But it's like they're trying to figure out their north-south access to do the things that they need to do. And nine times out of ten, they don't know that they're doing it. And they shit on you in the process, man. (laughs) I say all that to say, like, yo, I done got shitted on a lot by people and puppies over the last (laughs) six months. But Suge, that's my boy, man. That's my boy, man. Some, 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 you know that you know how they got the poo shiesty ski mask on, man. Some kid, I don't know if he was a kid or a grown man. He walked behind my yard with the poo shiesty joint on and met Suge and took off and hit a four four forty with a seventy pound puppy behind him. So you know it's it's working out. But I ain't gonna lie, man. My foot still hurt from running through the woods <laughs> with one goddamn bootleg croc on and some footage. Well, what did you learn from that? Shit, man, I learned to get a goddamn e-collar, a shock collar. So now I've been training with the e-collar. Because, you know, you ain't really just supposed to shock them because they don't learn nothing, man. You got to help them build up and understand what the collar means. So mm-hmm. the e-collar that I purchased, it has, like, sound. So if he goes too far, he hear that beat. He like, oh, shit, okay, I probably went too far. And if he if he decide, wait, shit, man, I'm, I'm, be- I'm being bullied. I'm being bully-ish today. Then he get the vibration. And, or when he just take off. And his ass is like, yo, he he's 70 pounds, and when he run, it sounds like a fucking horse. So I'm like, nah, I'm not dealing with this shit. And I hit that, I hit that that shot, and I hit that. <laughs> his ass, his his ass about facing. So <laughs> what I what I learned through the process is like, oh, okay, I gotta meet you where you are. Yeah. I gotta meet you where you are, but the same level of patience that I would have in a human relationship. I got to definitely have with my dog because he's a fucking puppy. Yeah. He's and he doing puppy he he doing puppy shit. Yeah. Right? And so it's like, yo, I can't get mad every time he 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 has an accident or he run off or whatever. I ain't gonna lie, man. I think my puppy broke up me and my relationship, man. <laughs> Real shit, yo. Real shit. My ex my ex was my ex was here the last time she was here, man, and this nigga ran off like randomly in the, in the midnight, man. Like it Yo, he was gone for two hours. He was gone legit two hours. I had chalked it up to the game, and I said, "All dogs go to heaven." I guess it's a wrap. How did he went, get out? No, he he went to the back. I took him outside. Oh, and, and the dude decides this is before this is before the e collar and the leash. And the dude decides like I don't know what it was that started him or what he saw, 
but he did not want to come back in. And I'm just like, yo, B. And then so the deeper out in the woods that I was going, and it's dark at this point, dude vanished. And I chalked that shit up. I'm like, well, I, I paid X amount of dollars for the dog. I guess he, I guess the streets got him now, man. I went back <laughs> in the house, but I'm pissed. She like, well, why are you mad? Blah, blah, blah. And I kind of snapped at her. Well, you don't take it out on me, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yo, well, you ain't understanding context because the damn puppy that just ran off. Yeah, right. Right. It ain't about you right now. It's about the goddamn dog and the <laughs> fact that I've been putting my time, talent, and energy in this fucking dog. And this nigga decided to run off like he don't know where home at. <laughs> so I ain't gonna lie, man. That shit caused a big conflict, man. And I probably that probably ended my relationship. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I ain't even gonna hold you. But the, this the funny thing. And me being petty and us going back and forth. I go in another room, she in another room or whatever, whatever. And then we so now we now, now we beefing for real. I hit my neighbor up. I said, yo, man, the dog ran out, man. If you see him, just give me a call, blah, 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 blah. My neighbor hit me up like two and a half hours later. He's like, yo, Kev, the dog outside. I'm like, what you mean the dog outside? The dog on the porch. Tried to run up in my house. I said, what you mean you tried to run up in your house? He said, yeah, man, scared the kids and everything, but he on the porch now. Open the door. This motherfucker's sitting on the porch like he had just done a, a, a midnight shift, man. <laughs> nigga walk in the house like, nigga walk in the house like he was supposed to be outside. <laughs> I'm like, well, shit, at least your dumb ass knew, at least your dumb ass knew the proximity you was supposed to go. You know what I mean? God damn. But yo, you done broke, you done broke me and my girl up, man. So I, ain't, I ain't gonna lie, man. Sure, sure been putting me through a lot, man. But it's like a child, it's like a child. You know, I'm a little rusty having infants and toddlers and shit running around, man. Fucking my son, 13 going on 14. Fair. But it's, but it's, 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 it's kind of retraining me for the patience, man. Mm, that's good. You know what I mean? It's retraining me for the patience, but it's also giving me a, a level of understanding. Like, yo, man, I can only be patient, but so much. And at the end of the day, yo, as a dog, man. So if you want to run through the woods chasing some bullshit, you don't want to listen. You go out and get your puppy meat smashed. You a dog. I'm gonna be sad for a little bit. But you ain't a human. You a dog. And that's the that's the cold that's the cold reality of me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yo, it's but so much I'm gonna give you. At some point, I got to understand that you are a canine and I am a human. And hey, man, if you want, if you, if you for the streets, good luck to you. <laughs> Sugar's for the streets. Sugar for the streets. But you know, he, he coming around, man. He coming, but now, but now it's like he extra clingy. He extra, he extra clingy because like it's me and him and dogs think like, yo, this is a legit wolf pack. So wherever we go, we go together. And this nigga follows me like a girlfriend. <laughs> I'm sitting on the couch at night and he know it's bedtime. This nigga want to come up and say scooch over <laughs> and put his big ass beside me. Man, I'm like, yo, B, you do understand. Like, it's just space for me. Don't care. But it's kind of loving, though. It's kind of loving a little bit, though, Brother Jay, because it's like, oh, well, at least he rock with me. He know what home at now. But, you know, I can't say that for a lot of humans. Fair, you know, and you and you were talking about something earlier about like you know the 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 instant gratification, the instant access to information is either fake or true. People create like this false sense of reality of what's real, man. One of the things that I think is real, one of the one of the things I think is real is the fact that, um, yo, man, this nigga forty five. For those of you who don't know, uh, our former president, 
former person that held the title of president. Oh, look, look, Ronald, Ronald said, Ronald, Ronald still, still ain't gonna call his name. You still treat him like Voldemort. <laughs> person that, He who shouldn't be named. Yeah. Our former president. No. And, okay, well, the former person that held the position prior to the current president. Yeah. Who's deemed as 45. Yeah. Yo, got a real good chance of becoming president again. With, with 91 felony indictments, man. Charges, not indictments. He hasn't been indicted on all of them yet. Okay, well, charges. 91 yeah. charges, but you got maybe 45 or 50 in the feds, and you got the rest in the state courts all across the country, man, from sea to shining damn mm -hmm. sea. Yeah. And you legit still got a strong possibility of being the next president of the United States, man. And honestly, bro, it's a small, it's a small piece of me just just kind of like I've been watching I've been watching buildings burn and bridges burn for a while now. It's kind of like, yo, I kind of want him to win. Wow. I kind of want him to win. It's sad. That's the sad thing out of all out of all the fuckery. I kind of want him to win just to say to America, F you. Because that should that should be a telltale sign that yo, I could be black with a felony and still be president. I, or I could be I could be black with a felony and still get a good job that's paying me some decent wages. Because I, guess what? We got we got somebody in there that got a chance to have ninety plus felony convictions and still be president. So like it's nothing. I I hear what you're saying, and on the premise, yes. However, we all know different strokes for different folks. I get it, the black tax, man. You work harder, you work smarter, you you, you got to be if, the best of the best even, of the best of the crim, the crim, the crim. Even if that person is allowed to occupy the office of which he used to occupy before the current president, there will be policies put in place to prevent anyone else from being able to do what he has done. There will I be policies put in place to be like, yeah, I know he did, but he's not you, so you still not gonna get this job because you got F's on your report card. I, I at least need the mo the mofos that's in Rikers to be able to get out of Rikers Island and go get a job on Wall Street. It ain't man. gonna happen. That's that bullshit. See, that is that bullshit. It so ain't gonna happen. So to so to the point in, in the topic at hand of today, like 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 Nikki Haley, man. Yo, I ain't even know Nikki Haley was Indian, bro. She didn't know she was Indian. <laughs> no, she knew. Yo, bro, she was trying to I ain't forget. Even, yo, bro, for real, for real. I ain't even know. This is this is how I haven't. I've been kind of in and out, paying attention to what's going on, just for like information, so I won't get I won't get uh, slept on. Mm -hmm. But man, I ain't even know she was Indian until forty five was calling her by her government. And I'm like, I'm like Nimarada, Nimarada. Who is that? Oh, that's Nikki Haley. Her, her maiden name is Renawa, Nimarada Renawa. Her parents are Punjab Indians, right? But she says that America ain't a racist country. And that's the wild thing because, yo, I'm going back looking at some, some past history of it. I was like, damn, she was kind of bad back in the day when she was, when she was Nimarada. <laughs> she became Nikki and became something else. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then the crazy part is, like, she gonna make the comment that America ain't a racist country, but your father 
Your father was a biologist coming from India, got a PhD from the University of the British of Columbia, migrated to America, and the only job that you could get as a PhD in biology was at Voorhees College, my G. HBCU. Yeah. In South Carolina. And he worked there for 30 years and retired. What you mean racism don't exist in America or racism? America ain't a racist country. If America weren't a racist country, your father, your father could have been at Clemson. Or the Citadel or the University of South Carolina or any any other college, uh, mainstream college in South Carolina, but he ended up teaching biology at Voorhees College, man. The whole, the whole, bro, this the this the wild thing why like it's a fake reality. Like, yo, you could we we legit got the potential to have somebody with crazy felony convictions on his record still be president. But we know if that was us and the shoe was on the other foot, nigga, we we it's some jobs we ain't gonna get with a goddamn misdemeanor. It's some jobs we ain't gonna get with a goddamn protective order. And I'm still I'm not surprised. None of this is shocking or surprising. Disappointing. Disappointment went out the window when they first elected this individual to occupy yeah. the White House. Like, and is this right? No. Does it happen? We see it happen all the time. Not on this grand scale, but we see people getting jobs that they are not qualified for or like shouldn't be given access to certain things. We see it all the time. And and most times it's 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 not because they have you in their skin there's the lack of melanin it's 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 they got the complexion for the connection right and 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 we see it all the time but america ain't a racist country but nikki haley's mother was a trained lawyer in india with a law degree and couldn't get no job in america and had to open up a dress shop my g a dress shop and you are are content she is content with perpetuating this uh home of the free land land of the free home of the brave uh man you don't even believe in that shit illustration couldn't even say i forgot it right and she's okay with like this narrative she's okay knowing how she was directly impacted i got nothing man when i see it on the news i'm just like this I can't even allow this to like absorb into my mental because like this is this is a joke, bro. It's 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 a joke, but it's reality though. And I guess that's the that's the reason I kind of want to talk some trash about it because like yo, at this point, man, I can't call you Nikki no more, man. I gotta call you Nimarada, man. I'm not calling you anything. You want to know For real, why? That's her, that's her government name, Nimarada. I don't. I... I'm gonna call her by Nimarada. Mama call her Nimarada. I'm gonna call her Nimarada. <laughs> she. <laughs> she ain't gonna be here around long. But it's but it's the it's the wildest thing because on one breath in one breath in the same statement you say America isn't a racist country, but then you say you you actually uh you actually experience racism like you ain't experienced racism by by you know uh what six six degrees of separation you experience racism right in your own household. Because the only job your father could get as a trained PhD biologist was at an HBCU in America. And the reason America has HBCUs in the fucking first place is because America is a racist country. 
Because if America wasn't a racist country, then me and you, we could rob a bank and get the F on our report card, do the time, and still be viable candidates for the most powerful office in all the land, brother Jay. Get the fuck out of here, man. Wake up, people. It's too much TikToking, man. Like, this, the, like the, joke, the joke is on us now. The joke was on us when the person that became president, the person that occupied the White House after the <laughs> Obamas vacated the White House. That that's that's when the joke happened, right? All because they didn't want Hillary, and so now now we have be- nope. Let me change this. America has become the circus, and Nimarada has said. She she said that she would vote for forty five again if he was a selected uh, candidate. Like yo, that's crazy. That's that's crazy to me. But but at the same time, Nimarada, you had to change your name. You had to change your name, and pretty much denounce your history from your parents. Like the like yo, you you ain't get to where you are off the strength of your bootstraps. Nah, you got you got. You got the way you are because your parents took that L. Hey, her parents probably darker than us. If they poon job Indians, they probably darker than us for real. And you come into America in the in the in the late sixties, like, come on, man, get the fuck out of here. Like, when when does TikTok become like, yo, that's just that's cute versus that's what's real. It, it, we're beyond that. TikTok was cute Damn. when it first started. Instagram was cool when it first started. Facebook was cool when it was you had to have a .edu email address. And now, like I've heard someone use in an argument. Well, I saw it on TikTok and, or I saw it on Instagram and blah blah blah. That's what they're saying on Instagram and, and so I said, so, are you saying that? You are hanging your hat on the fact that seven people, of which you don't know, have claimed this thing to be true. Yeah, I said okay. All right. Have that's at where it. we at. That like yo, brother Jay. That's where we at, man. But that's that's the shit that I've been trying to just stay away from and try to try to maneuver around since the top of the year, man. Because I just feel a certain kind of way. Like I'm tired of. I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm tired of being like the the voice of reason or the adult in the room. <laughs> That's why I stay silent. Damn. That's why. Yo, I st- 90, 91, 91 felony charges, B. Ninety one. That's why I stay silent. There's no point in getting upset. Sometimes I I I got nothing to say. If if this is the the way the conversation is going, I know anything that I say is going to be above is going to be so far above your frequency you won't even be able to receive it. Bro, one of the, one of the damn lawsuits that 45 got is he's he was found liable for sexually assaulting a woman. Like 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 the court of law the court of law said nah you 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 you're being held liable for sexually assaulting another human being. Mm-hmm. This ain't this ain't this ain't hyperbole. This is fact. And and there is a large group of people who are okay with that. Yo yo R Kelly doing thirty B. Hell they got Bill Cosby for a minute there. And they aren't the right complexion for the connection. 
and right, but right, but but America ain't a racist country though. Can R. Kelly get out? Can R. Kelly get out the feds and, and run for Senate? I mean, well, he said he can't read, so he probably can't do that. But at the same time, God damn it, if R. Kelly, if 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 forty five get a shot, give R. Kelly a shot too. <laughs> no, I, I I didn't say that. <laughs> I said it. I said it, man, because I like I ain't even I ain't even looking at like the egregiousness of the crime that you've been convicted with. I'm just looking at yo. Let's let's make this shit equitable, man. Like everybody, they got an F on their report card and got the same hue as mine. If you got the if you got the the the, the disciplined credentials or the academic credentials or whatever to do what the hell you want to do, you should be able to do it. If that's the case. But that but that proves that proves my point that Nimarada don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Do any of the candidates that we're seeing? Ah man, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, man. Cause even Uncle Joe, man, Uncle Joe looked like he need to sit his ass down somewhere. G. He could have had Bernie. Damn, he like <laughs> Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe really. He could have had Bernie. Yeah, man, and it's cause cause like it's it's starting to look like it's starting to look like yo, he needs more handlers. Yeah, man. But you know, it's like, hey, it, yo, one, one, um, one, one party, you gonna your the hand slapped to your face gonna be a little softer. You still getting slapped in your goddamn face. That's how I'm looking at this whole thing. But people ain't seeing the reality, man. Cause like, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear this shit come this November. Oh, we got to fight for the soul of America. Every black man, every black person, you need to get out and vote them or get out and vote this or get out and vote that. I think you need to get out and vote and you just vote your conscience just because shit. I still believe like people died for the vote, man. You know what I mean? I, I'm shitting on the people that came before me if I don't, but I don't necessarily have to subscribe to a particular candidate or their policy because Shit, both both sides. Uncle Joe, Uncle Joe, where is where is the hundred percent loan forgiveness for the cats that was pale eligible? Where is your left and hand? Where is your right hand? Let's start yeah, where there. Is, Let's that, start that, there. That, that's it. Where is that, bro? Uncle Joe, you want my vote? You want my vote, man? Where the shit you where the shit you was talking when you was on the Breakfast Club? Hey, listen, I need the the loans to be no more. Nigga. Oh yeah, man. You ain't got I, nothing else to talk about until you, until you, do you, do you uh, show up in ways that you said you was gonna show up, and until then, we got nothing to talk about. I ain't gonna lie, man. Uncle Joe walking around like he need to be, ha- he need to have uh, all black compression socks on and Birkenstocks, man. Like that's how he moving right now, man. Like he moving, he moving like yo, man. I gotta, I gotta really feed you the Jello on Sunday afternoon. At the senior, at the senior oldie but goodie day. With a GPS man. tracker wrist, look. A goddamn, a goddamn Apple tag on your shirt tag. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong, man. I ain't really about the ages and thing, man. But yo, sometimes you just too old to do certain shit, man. Like for real, for real. When I hit shit, man, fuck that. When I hit sixty-five plus, man, I ain't really trying to deal with a lot of y'all niggas, man. I'm trying to chill, yo. I don't want to. I don't want to be the the voice of the people. <laughs> I don't want to move y'all along, man. I want to be the OG in the corner talking trash and giving y'all some advice when you don't fail flat on your face. And I can say, yeah, I've been there. I don't want to lead y'all niggas though, man. Nah. 
I'm too old. I'm 65. I'm too old. I'm too, I ain't got the, I ain't got the same level of vigor in my system, man. See, that's that's my reality. That's the that's that's what makes me happy, brother Jay. To have a plan so when I'm 65, 70 years old, I ain't got to deal with niggas on their time and schedule. I deal with niggas how I want to deal with them. That's why I'm that's, quiet now. Hey, man. But that's the reality that we in, bro. And that's scary. On dude. that note. On that note, brother, I ain't got too much else to really say, man. This shit been live, man. I'm just happy to connect with you and, and us getting back into the swing of things. And to our listeners, man, we trying, man. Life, life, and but you know, we gonna still do what we do. That's it. That's it, man. Any parting words, brother Jay? You know, just um, tap into reality. Tap into reality. Pay attention to what's going on. Um, come out from the screen. Tap into reality. That's all I got, man. Just... And ladies, as beautiful as you are, man, leave the filters behind you, man. When I say my tap into the reality is leave the filters behind you, man. Like, yo, because some of the filters, y'all looking like Michael Jackson in this joint, man. Y'all five, six shades lighter, five, six shades darker, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. Some 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 filters giving y'all perms, and you got natural hair. Like yo, you got to chill, my G. You got to chill, man. Like yo, y'all 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 better than this. <laughs> y'all better than this, man. Tap into reality, goddamn it. Stretch marks are okay. Believe that. Little wrinkle, little gray here and there. It's all right. It's all right. It means. It means you, it means you, you, hey, you bringing your full authentic self to the party. Everybody want to bring their authentic self to the party too, brother. Say, that's some good shit, but another topic for another day. Yeah. Outside of that, man, I appreciate it. Definitely tap into reality. And um, on that note, you just witnessed another edition of the Game Recognized Game podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEB, that's RLJ. And together we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Where evolution is revolution. Until next time, be light. Be light.